0: so Jonah Zell from Vegas SMP. Thank you for coming on the podcast, the Dot Daddy podcast.
1: Hi, thank you for having me, Joey. I appreciate it.
0: Yeah, and I I know we were supposed to last week, but you got a little sick, uh, but you're here now. So I want to know, where'd you grow up? Because most people don't grow up in Vegas, as far as I know. I've been there a few times, but I don't think they're usually born there. They kind of migrate there.
1: Mm-hmm, right. Uh, no, I was born in the Philippines. Um, I left when I was six. And then, uh, so I grew up in Sacramento, California. Yeah, my stepdad was in the Marines. Um, that's where we, my mom and him met. And then that's how we got to the States. Thank God.
0: <laughs> so you were in the Philippines until you were six?
1: Yeah, I, I was born there. Yep.
0: And yeah, uh, and then uh, everyone speaks English in the Philippines, right?
1: From majority. Yeah, because they teach it. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. in schools they teach it
0: okay so let me back up that so you're six and then you moved to sacramento california and then and then uh how long did you live there in california
1: i left when i was 18 and i moved here to vegas when i was 18 so um i'm gonna be 40 next year so no you're not well now yeah you're gonna be 40 next year (laughs) yes july 24th
0: (laughs) wow Wow. You look great. Good for you. Thank you. Thank you. you Use your lotion.
1: (laughs) I would say Uh, I don't stress, but that's not true.
0: (laughs) We all do. Right. I mean, it's very stressful and just being a business owner, man. So you're, and I saw you're a mom, right?
1: Yes. Mother of three.
0: Three. And when did you have your oldest? How old were you?
1: I believe I was 22, 23. Yeah. 23, I believe. Yeah.
0: And how old are all three of your kids?
1: 16, soon to be 14, uh, December 23rd, and then soon to be six, November 17th.
0: Okay, so that's the biggest gap was between the middle and the, and the last one. So what's it like? Uh, well, my in, oldest
1: is 16, my youngest is gonna be six, so.
0: Oh, it's 10 years, yeah. Yeah. At, first I wanna know, You looks like you got a full head of hair. You're a female SMP, <laughs> how did you get into it?
1: Um, so my husband's a barber. Um, and I actually remember it like it was yesterday. He was getting a tattoo uh, by a good friend of ours. Um, and the tattoo artist actually told us, Hey, have you guys heard of SMP? And this was years ago. I want to say, um, I don't know, maybe seven years ago, he brought it up and we were like, No, we never heard of it. And he explained to us what it was. And I was like, Wow, that's actually really interesting, right? And I had no idea, even like trying to picture it. I didn't even know. Um, But I said, I actually would get into that, and that was it. And then never really thought about it after that. Um, But I want to say, yeah, after the pandemic is when I got into it, uh, mainly because, you know, obviously we got shut down, we were told not to work, you know, not to make money, and I didn't like that. You know, with my job, we made really good money, so when everything shut down, it was like, oh, my goodness, you know, um, we weren't seeing it anymore, so i didn't like that i didn't like being controlled i didn't like not being able to feed my family so i was like you know what there's nothing we can do right now so how about i get licensed you know this is my time to finally get into it you know i was i was never able to get into it before just because i'm so i was so busy with kids you know working 17 hour shifts at my job i was a banquet server so we would look we would work like very long hours um you know three three days in a row 17 hour shifts no break whatsoever so I wouldn't be able to do anything. So that's how I got into that field because I didn't like being controlled, like in any form. So I was like, you know what, let me just do it right now.
0: Wow. So you were a banquet server. Were you at the, were you on the strip at the big hotels?
1: Yeah. It's at the end of this trip at the Sahara. It, it was the Sahara. Then it turned into SLS. Then it turned back into the Sahara, Sahara when I got um, a new owner.
0: Did, now, did you make tips when you were doing that or were you walking around? Were you one of the tray girls or were you, or did you do it yep.
1: all? Yep. Well, uh, we held a lot of uh, receptions, um, you know, during convention season we we're super busy between January through May or March. Um, but yeah, all the conventions will come out here and we have receptions for them, conferences, all that good stuff, anything, anything you want, well, a wedding, you know, anything, if you had the money to do it, it's a lot, you know? But for example, like a gallon of coffee is like $78. I'm sure it's higher now, but.
0: It's a lot. So how far are you from the Vegas strip now?
1: Uh, well now we moved, we moved farther. Probably around like 25 minutes. Okay. If there's like no traffic. Yeah. We used to be like 10 minutes.
0: Yeah. I mean, I imagine when you were doing the banquet stuff, you had to be close, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I just recently stepped down from my job to like fully concentrate on SMP Too about like three weeks ago, I stepped down.
0: Congratulations. Uh, so you're now an official full-time SMP artist.
1: Yes. Yeah. The plan That's was a... to do it at the, at the beginning of uh, the, the year. Like I wanted to do it like January, February, cause those are the busy months, but you know what? I was like, I think it's time, you know, I was trying to juggle, trying to do content and you know, do banquets, and sometimes I have to be at work at, like, 4.35 in the morning, and it was just getting in the way of me, like, making any type of content whatsoever, and I just felt like every time I took, you know, 10 steps forward in SMP, like, I took 20 steps back when I worked my job, so I finally was like, you know, I I talked to my husband, and he agreed, you know, he's super supportive in everything that I do, so um, he said, you know, I trust everything that you want to do, and if you feel like you have to do it, then go ahead, so... Yeah. About three weeks ago, I stepped down. So I'm That's super a happy big to milestone. That.
0: that is a big yeah. milestone for anyone listening. I mean, it's huge. I mean, you've probably been working at your job for a while. You have security with it. And then just to be a full-time entrepreneur, it was scary. I I know exactly how it feels.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, honestly, I just, I just had to put my faith in, but you know, I mean, I'm a big believer um, and I talk to God about everything. So I told him I, you know, how I felt about it and how nervous I was. And I, he pretty much gave me confirmation because after we made the, the decision officially, three days later, I got like five clients within three days. So I was like, oh, Fuck thank yeah. you, God. <laughs> so, yeah, that was confirmation for me. So I feel good. I love SMP. Um, I love what it's bringing out. And that's why, like, it is such a blessing to be on your platform, too. And I'm super grateful for that. So thank you. Thank
0: you for this. Yeah, yeah. I want I want you to come on. One of the things that I saw, I like how you brought up the content is you do nonverbal communication very well. Me and what I mean by that is I seen you have multiple videos where you don't talk. It's you, but you're doing hand signals and you have music and you have captions, and the whole goal is to communicate to the audience and tell them and speak to them. And being creative and I think you do that really well. What how did you come up with that or what what did you do? What inspired you? Did something trigger in your head and you were like I'm going to try that?
1: Um well for me I you know one of the things I want to work on is speaking. So I think that's kind of like the easier way to to connect with people without necessarily having to verbally connect. And um I do know that you know people's uh, attention span is not as long. So you do, you have to like gravitate them as quick as you can. And that's, you know, with music or whatever. Um, and so, yeah, that's what I'm learning. I mean, I'm still learning as I go, to be honest. Um, whatever I feel like doing, I kind of just do. Um, but I just now started learning about like social media and, you know, seven seconds, trying to keep within that time timeframe. Um, you know, for me, I know that a lot of pauses need to be out of there. There can't be too many pauses. So I just, I try to just have fun and like be myself. Um, I know that's something that sometimes we struggle with, like with making content is like catch people's attention. So I'm trying to just stay hard, but you know, be professional with it as well. So I'm still learning.
0: Well, you're, you're learning quickly. Um, it's effective. I, I've noticed, and I mean, since you're doing this, so who edits your videos? That's another question I went to, are you doing Thank the you. editing?
1: I do, yeah.
0: Oh, good job. Good job. Yeah, I, do I, have it. A, I mean, it. I yeah. don't know how to do any of the editing really myself. So I have someone do it for me. So I was wondering, I was like, did she got an editor already or is she doing that? Yeah, no, it, your, you also,
1: your, your editor is amazing.
0: Just shout to Kira. Uh, it's, it's so um, funny too. Like I, I, I
1: told you about how my, my son loves your videos. Like he he cracks up. Like <laughs> He's watched your videos awesome. like over and over. So it's it's thank funny you. to see him like react so, to it, yeah. Thank you for sharing that with me. Yeah, um, you.
0: I mean, and you're talking about you're you're nervous uh, and talking and, and learning how to the communication thing. But I mean, you speak with confidence. So how how did you? Well, thank you. you I really appreciate
1: that. I do watch a lot of videos. I'm a big believer in constantly growing, constantly feeding yourself. I think it's just a like just a pile of everything that I've been through, um, all the jobs I've been at. It was definitely helped me be confident, um, you know, because we're in front of our guests. We have to uh, serve with, you know, high performance. Um, We're dealing with high clientele, uh, high status clientele. So you definitely have to have that confidence. Um, And then also saying was, um, I'm a very believer in turning your vehicle into a university on wheels. So I don't listen to music anymore. I literally listen to just YouTube, um, you know, the Bible app. I'll have audio playing. I um, always listening to something that I want to improve on literally every single day. I think my husband's the only one that truly knows like how much I listen to because, you know, I want to grow like literally every day. Like that's all I want to do. And I'm, I'm addicted to it. So I think um, just listening to like, you know, how to become a better speaker, um, my husband's amazing at it. You know, he's actually very gifted he doesn't practice whatsoever when he teaches. Um, he uh, he'll get on stage. He doesn't have any type of script, anything like that. So I watch him as well. So I kind of take a little bit from him. Um, but I think that is the number one key: is like just at least acting confident. You know, maybe you aren't confident, but just act confident. Um, I know when I was younger, I wasn't really confident, but I had to act it. You know, you kind of have to become an actress. You know, not be be fake, but you do. You kind of have to play this role. To where eventually you become that person, you know. And I think over time, like, like with what you said, like, wow, you you seem so confident. Like, wow, like that means a lot to me because I don't see myself necessarily super confident in speaking. So that gives me com- more confidence. I think once you act that way, you actually like become it. So I'm still working on it too, <laughs> but yeah, I like to just listen to videos. You're um, speaking. I'll you're just, right. Fake you until know, you make it. Switch it up and just listen, to whoever. Yeah. But don't be fake, you know, be you, but, um, but yeah, just tr- become the person that you want to become, you know, just, just try.
0: I completely agree. And I share a lot of, uh, similarities <clears throat> with that. I, I don't really listen to the music too much anymore. I'm I'm listening to a lot of audiobooks and, uh, I watch videos of people who I want, who I admire and then I would like to be more like, or earn the type of, money or live the lifestyle they are so i'm like if this is what they're doing that means i have to do that so i can get to exactly. their level exactly.
1: who are some right. of your exactly. uh who are
0: some of your favorite people uh to follow that you look up to
1: so brian tracy is like the number one that i'm listening to right now so i'll switch you know off but right now i'm in the phase of brian tracy um and i like him because he brings up a lot of um not i don't even want to say a lot because he's not like full-fledged like in your face but um, you know, he'll throw a little like Bible scripture in there. And so I like that. I like that he's a big believer and, you know, super successful and he speaks about a lot of things. So, uh, that's someone I can follow and hear a whole bunch of stuff with. Um, and then, so yeah, that's pretty much the main person right now. Um, as far as SP wise, is that what you're asking or just any, no, no, no. General? I mean, in general, uh, who else was I listening to? Um, I, I read a lot of books too. Um, I haven't been reading in a while because I've been so busy. But but yeah, I'm honest anyone. I'm pretty open to hearing anybody. Like if you if you if you send me a video, hey, listen to this, like I'm so open to it. And then I just get hooked. You know, it like if it hits me, like I'm hooked and I'll listen to you over and over and again, like the same video over and over. So it just resonates, you know.
0: I know all about that. I know all about that. I've watched some videos, I feel like a hundred times and I feel like I can recite them, but it helps me. It helps me. And sometimes I get goosebumps listening right. to the same video. Right. What, so you being a mom, so now you you quit your, you quit, you're done your job. How long were you, how long did you work as a banquet server for?
1: About eight years.
0: Eight years. And you got into SMP, you took the class, uh, you said during uh, COVID?
1: It was December, 2020.
0: Okay, is okay. when yes, I took my was. first
1: class. I took my first class in California. Um, and, and like I said, I didn't know anybody, like I didn't follow any artists or anything. I just saw an ad and it was based in California. And I went out there um, and then I wanted to get more continued education on it. And then that's when I ran into Chris with the art of SP. and um, And I started following him and I was like, oh my goodness amazing so i zoom in on like his work and i'm like how did he do that (laughs) you know like it's crazy how good he is and that's when eventually i was like dude like i need to like learn from this guy you know and i would ask him questions like on the dm i'm like hey what size needle was that you know and you know chris he's about his money so he doesn't give too much information away but I respect that, you know? And he would, he would say a little bit, but not all of the answer to where it's like, okay. And then he, he offered uh, for me to come out and shadow him. So that's, I was like, oh, okay. I didn't, I didn't know he did that. And so I went out there uh, for a day and it was well worth it. Just even the day, like I learned so much. And I ended up shadowing him again, uh, probably like a year and a half after the first time I shadowed him, which was in February this year. And so I don't know if you look at my Instagram, you can see um, starting March is when I actually like completely got serious with SP. I posted something in March and in my mind, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna get serious. Because when I got licensed back in 2020, um, I, I wasn't too serious about it because of my job. So it was just taking too much out of me. And you know I would I would have a client here and there, like I probably had two clients that I worked on as models But that was pretty much it. I never had anybody that paid. And so, like I said, uh, I saw Chris in in February, 2023 this year and March, I was like, okay, I need to get serious with this. And yeah, ever since then, like I've just been posting, you know, as much as I could with like, you know, what was going on around me, so.
0: Uh, You could tell that you've definitely been training hard because I mean, for the amount of time, your work looks really, really fucking good. And I'm not just saying it, it, it does look good.
1: Thank you. Thank you. I definitely Um, have like a whole group of people to help me. So shout out to the blends team. I just want to say, honestly, if it wasn't for them, I honestly would not be like here today, like with you. I I don't believe that I would be because they're amazing. Like my whole team is amazing. Um, Like between Erica from Fort Worth, you know. um,
0: Shout out to Erica.
1: Chris, you know, Kilber, you know, um, everyone's just been super cool. Alex. And whenever I need any help, I just ask them like, hey, what size did you use on, you know, what pigment did you use? Don Dadas from the UK, you know, he's helped me out a lot. So like I said, I snapshot their stuff and I'm like zoom in, I'm like, okay, what'd you do? You know, so I'm not afraid to ask questions. And because of that, because of them helping me, like I'm just super grateful for them, like mentoring me and helping me along the way. And I definitely believe it's like helped me progress as fast as I have been. So thank you guys again. <laughs>
0: shout out to the blends team don dada don dada's killing it
1: yes oh my goodness
0: <laughs> and i i've t- i mean i've talked about i've i used the art of smp needles um i have them along with some other needles but i have them. and me and chris are going to be doing something together uh <clears throat> in the near future uh nice. it's not it's not public knowledge yet but we're going to be doing a little something something um I, it's, it's important to have a support team and that's good that you're able to reach out to them because in the beginning like when before like uh i would say i guess the smp you I, i'm sure it, even since you started you've seen even more people come in but uh earlier like nobody everything was a secret nobody would tell anybody shit
1: yeah yeah and, and i think that's why it's 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 a good time as an smp artist to get in because you know, you guys have been, you know, how long have you been doing s and uh,
0: I'm go- coming into my sixth year.
1: Okay. Yeah. So you've been in it long enough to learn, you know, the trials and tribulations of it. Um, you know, and I didn't know s p has been around for so long. I mean, not long, long, but, you know, 15 years, 10 years, something, something like that. So um, it's a good time to get in now because, you know, you have the people that have been in the game for a minute. And that have been able to learn, you know, all the ups and downs of it. So it's a blessing to like be able to learn from you guys along the way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and the new technology coming, I mean, just the the fact that there's multiple needles and the new inks and the modifiers and the wireless. You use a wireless machine? I'm...
1: Yes. I have the art of S P.
0: and Oh, he's got his own machine too? Yeah. Oh, I
1: didn't. Yeah, know it's that. Oh. yeah, it's Johnson really Chris. cool. It's super. It's super thick, um, so you don't have to waste as much bandage. So it's kind of already there for you. But yeah, I love it. It's super sleek. You know, I love the design of it. So I love it.
0: He's killing it with the uh, the supplies. The the SMP supplies. Good for yeah. him. Um, what's your biggest challenge as a woman in the S P industry? And I asked this to Erica too, because I feel like, cause I have guys come in and they're, everybody's dead serious, right? It's a secret. It's like, oh, I don't want anybody to know, blah, blah, blah. And I get that, but you're coming in and you see a pretty girl and you're like, oh shit, you're going to be the one seeing my bald head and fixing it. I mean, have you encountered anything like that yet? Where they're like, uh, you know what? I changed my mind.
1: No, I don't think so. I mean, a lot of my clients have been really cool. Um, they're super respectful. You know, I've had clients ask me like, hey, do you get any weirdos or anything? No, I mean, honestly, uh, every single client has been super respectful. I don't get any weird vibes or anything like that. Um, so yeah, I haven't experienced that, you know, thank God.
0: That's good. They probably see the and, and two, I feel like, like, I'm um, not gonna I, talk with you. <laughs>
1: Well, too, I feel like, I mean, I do try to make my clients feel super comfortable. I I don't, you know, I'm I'm super open. Like, I'm super transparent. Um, like, I'm just grateful to even have you in front of me, you know, to for you to trust me with your scalp. You know, it's the, one of the first things that people see. So, um, I let people know that, you know. I let people know, like, thank you for choosing me. I mean, I got that from Chris. He would tell his clients, thank you for choosing me, my brother, <laughs> you know. So, uh yeah, I'm just I'm just honestly like I just try to be transparent with them too and make them feel as comfortable as possible.
0: What's been the hardest part of do is it the hairline? What's the hardest part for you learning? What what was it?
1: For sure the,
0: the straight sure, line or the um, natural?
1: Um a little bit of both. You know, because the natural it man, that, that's artistic right there. You know I that's what I fell in love with is like the natural hairlines um because it's like what like how do you make that look so good and it, it really is like art you know Chris has like the best name ever it's the art of SMP for sure and you do you kind of have to like you know once one advice that I got Francisco um was you know there are no rules to art so once he told me that I was like man like that took me to a whole nother level because I felt like when I first started doing SMP, I kind of tried to replicate, um, you know, Chris. I tried to replicate because, you know, I shadowed him. I saw how he did it. You know, Chris, he, he does it pretty deep, but not too deep, obviously, to where it blows out. And if I did that, it would not come out good, you know? So one thing I definitely had to learn was to like, just do how you want to do it. Don't try to replicate how your favorite artist does it because they're completely different. They've been in the game for a minute, you know, and they know their way, they're, they know their own style. And so I feel like once I got that advice, um, it kind of just clicked. And I, now I have my certain way of doing things. And it is, it's like, it's, it's art, it's art. It's coming to a point where it's art for me now versus like, okay, I got to get this perfect dot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so now it's like, I've become like my own artist you know, now versus trying to be like someone else.
0: That it takes, some people never figured that out.
1: And then, and two, like, you have to know what looks good too, right? My husband like made a good point. He was like, I mean, dude, like you don't know what looks good. Like, how can he be good? So he was telling me like, you've always had a, an eye for good work, not necessarily SMP, but um, you know, photography. Me and my husband used to do photography too. That's actually how we met because he was a photo- photographer and I started getting into it and then um, we met in church and that's how we got connected. But yeah, so that's a whole long other story <laughs> on another day, maybe. But yeah, so I've always had the eye for like good quality work, I believe. So yeah, that's what he reminded me. He's like, babe, you just have the eye. So I think because of that, like you already know what's going to look good. And you know, you already know how to get there because you already know what's good quality. So.
0: And did he, did he teach you how to cut hair? Cause he's a successful barber. I mean, cause a lot of people don't know how to like do a fade or anything.
1: No, not yet. Um, I, I did tell him, I was like, babe, you need to teach me how to cut your hair. Like I feel bad when he has to go like somewhere else and sometimes he won't get a haircut. And I'm like, dude, you're a barber. <laughs> he's like, I don't want to bug nobody. And he wears hats a lot too. So, but I'm like, but you're a barber. You gotta like, look, you know you gotta play the part all the time. But I guess, I mean, some people, I mean, they can go weeks without haircuts, so.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I like what you said about being an artist because I, I felt the same way. I never had a product to sell and I'm sure you're, you're realizing this too. And once you have something to sell, you could be as creative as you want and you could say what you want and be who you are. People are going to pick you because they want to come to you, right? Uh, and so it's like, take it or leave it.
1: Yeah, for sure. And, and, and that's what I'm learning is, It's just being yourself, you know, don't, don't try too hard, you know, just be yourself, become the best version of yourself. Um, Listen to something every single day. You know, I have to listen to something. If I don't, I'll go crazy, like seriously, because I'm with my kids all the time. I don't do anything. I'm always working or just with my family. So I have to listen to stuff because, you know, you have younger ones, right? How old are your kids?
0: Yeah. Uh, My son will be three and my daughter turned a month old today
1: congratulations by the way on that so yeah so wow you're gonna have two you know little ones running around pretty soon and you know it gets it gets hectic trying to deal with the different personalities so that's why i, I like to listen to stuff because it kind of like just zones me out and kind of takes me you know back where i need to uh with all the hectic hecticness going on so
0: I agree. I agree. I mean, listening Seriously, to just like a motivational speech every morning is it, it really sets you up for the day to be successful. I, I've run into the situation where, um, you know, basically, let's say somebody has thin hair on top, right? And they, they don't want to shave their head. They're like holding on by a thread and we all know they should shave it off, but they don't want to. Mm-hmm. So if you shave the sides really short, almost basically like a military style cut, it looks a lot thicker and fuller on top. So I noticed that if I can give them a fade and then do the SMP, it's gonna look a lot better versus uh, just leaving it all one mm-hmm. length. Cause they like, cause I'm, I'm not sure if you've encountered it right. yet or if you have, but there's people who refuse to shave those, you know, that limited amount of
1: hair. on. Oh top. yeah. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> and, yeah, you t- and you try another you know, question. That... <laughs> right, right, and the clients that do trust you and they do shave it. I'm like, oh, see, thank you. And they do. They they finally see they they see the 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 results from listening to you, and they're so much more happier. You know, and I'm like, see, like, thank you for trusting me. So, yeah, I think I think it's hard for people to let go of the little the little bit that they have. So. It's understandable, but it's like, look, like you're you're coming to a different page now. Like it's okay, like spread your wings, you know. So that's something I'm trying to like get people to understand. Like I promise, I'm not I'm not trying to set you up. Like I know I know you're gonna look so much better and you're gonna be happier, but you know, at the end of the day it's their decision, you know, whether they trust you or not or whether they go with it or not. So
0: I like that you said spread spread your wings. that's that's true and and they're blossoming they're they're growing they're flying away with the new look. Uh, where's your where's do you do your um procedures out of? Are you renting? Or are you doing it out of your house? Where do you do it at?
1: Yeah, I'm renting. I'm at a studio salons or I'm sorry, salon studios. yeah, there's a whole bunch out here. so yeah, I'm just renting. how How does that work? Um, I,
0: I'm not familiar with it.
1: You just pay weekly.
0: Okay a certain okay. amount
1: yeah depending on depending on the size that you have is depending on the price so yeah we do could,
0: you have the same spot every time
1: yeah like that's my studio like I have my stuff there yeah
0: okay, so it's like a, um like it's a a salon with people are doing all different things and then you have your uh, area or your room and is that how it works I'm just I'm not familiar with so it.
1: It, yeah. Yeah. So it's one big building with multiple rooms, um, like hundred square feet rooms um, uh, up to like 400. Um, and you just, you set it up like it's your own and you have a key and everything and it's yours. You just, you just stay in that one.
0: Okay. And you, and you pay week. I, I like how you said you have a key because instantly that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, Is people still going to steal your sh- shit?
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's like, it's legit yours. You're just renting it. It's like you're renting an apartment. So same thing, okay. same concept. And then, you know, there, there's people with different businesses all around you. People that do hair, nails, uh, makeup, whatever, whatever you want to have, um, you can have it set up there.
0: It's a smart idea though. I mean, I don't know if they have them around on the East coast.
1: Yeah. It's, uh, it's very smart. I actually want to get into it. So <laughs> let's, let's pray that we can actually do commercial real estate because yeah, I mean, it's, you just got to have the building and have somebody to, you know, manage it. And that's
0: it. Yeah. I mean, that's they're a big money. opportunity. They're making money. <laughs> and I mean, I mean, where you're at, you have so, there's so many people, uh, how, I mean, there, I could think of at least three people out in Vegas right now, along with you. H- have you met the other people? Or are you guys all cool? Do you talk to them or no?
1: No. I mean, I've met one person because she actually, she referred referred somebody to me uh, for their beard. So um, shout out to Jazz for that. She does eyebrows. Um, But yeah, no, I honestly, I just, I'm in and out. Like, I literally just come do my, you know, my client and then I leave, so.
0: Okay. What's your work-life balance? Now, I know it's only been three weeks, but what's your work-life balance with, uh, as being a full-time mom, you know, that's your your first job. what's that like being a uh, an entrepreneur as well as being a full-time mom
1: crazy (laughs) crazy there's days i want to cry there's days i cry there's days i cry but no um but it's all worth it it really is um uh it's hectic you know with three kids all three of my kids go to three different schools um, and like I said, we move farther. So our oldest goes to a uh, vocational school. She's actually going for Cosmo. So she's gonna graduate with her Cosmo license. Um, but we're like 35 minutes out from that. And so, for example, I'll have a client. Um, so, okay, I'll, I'll take you through my day. So we wake up around like 6 a.m., um, whether it's me or my husband, we take my oldest to school and that's like 35 minutes out. Um, and then I come back. If I do take her to school, I come back. I start getting ready if I have a client. And then I get my son ready while I'm getting myself ready. And then I take him to school at 9 a.m. And then I have my client at 10 a.m. Every, every time I have a client, I schedule them at 10 a.m. And um, I'm there probably till like two. Um, and then I clean up or I'll record content, whatever. And then I have to leave by like 2.30 and get my son by 3.11. Once I'm done picking up my son from there, I go pick up my oldest and then I pick up my middle child after football practice. So I don't get home till like five. So I'm, pick I'm up all busy three kids? all the way from 6 a.m. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, sometimes what? my husband will get off soon, sooner and and help out, of course. You know, if he can do it, he'll do it. Um, but yeah, if he's working, yeah, I pick them up.
0: <clears throat> That's a lot of driving. Well, good for you for the dedication being a mom. I mean,
1: uh... Thank you. I actually yeah. had to get a new battery because I was freaking driving so much. And during the summertime, <laughs> my shit just fucking stopped working. The air, the AC stopped working and I'm thinking, okay, you know, you have to do that. What is it called? The, for, what it? do you put in there to make it cool? No, to make it
0: cool. Uh, the coolant. The, the coolant.
1: Okay. The coolant. So I buy that thing, you know, where you like shake it up and you have to like put it in there. Right. And it wasn't working. And then all of a sudden like my battery starts dying on me and I'm like, Oh my goodness. So I go to the auto shop and they told me that I need a new battery. And they said, yeah, it's probably cause you have just been driving so much. Cause I told them that we moved and I've been picking up the kids and stuff. So yeah, I had to get a whole new battery <laughs> during the summer. And you time gotta time have air conditioning. you need
0: in antifreeze, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and it's what, how, I mean, in Vegas, it's always hot. So you gotta have air conditioner.
1: Yeah. I woke up, it was yes. 28
0: degrees this morning.
1: Oh my gosh, my husband would love that. We just went to Reno for our anniversary. Oh yeah, happy anniversary to you and your wife. I saw that on your page. I was like, I was snooping through your your Instagram to find out anything about you too. Ditto. (laughs) But yeah, happy anniversary. Um, My husband and I, our dating anniversary was on October 18th, so we went out to Reno and like hung out with each other, Um, some quality time out there, but it's freezing. And my husband's like, dude, how this isn't even that cold. He loves cold weather. He wants to move, like he hates the summertime. So he would love that living out there. I mean,
0: Vegas is a whole different animal in the summer that th- you guys yeah. don't get any rain and it gets like over a hundred degrees multiple.
1: Oh, we get like, rain. We got a lot from... of it. This, really? This past year, we got a lot of, yes, floods. Okay. Huh. It was bad. <laughs> I mean, we didn't get it that bad, like on my side of town, because we're like more higher. But yeah, it was really bad for some people. Like I saw videos where their trucks were being pulled with just rivers of water. Yeah, it was bad. So what, we get we we're... actually get a lot of uh, a lot of rain, or once in a while we get snow. Um, so it's bipolar weather out here. <laughs> you never you never know. Seriously, in Vegas,
0: <laughs> what um. So being in being in Vegas uh, since moving out there, do you still have family in California, or is everybody in uh, where you're at now?
1: Uh, yeah, no, it's just me. It's just me, um, my 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 husband, my dad. Um, he is in San Diego now. So he, okay. he was in Sacramento, and then he got stationed out in San Diego because he became a correction officer. So he moved over okay. there. but it's nice it's nice to like be able to visit somewhere nice like that you know with the kids
0: yeah i mean i i wish i knew somebody in san diego to go visit right uh i i was reading like <laughs> yeah, you i was i perfect. was looking at all your stuff and i saw and i and i'm glad you brought it up already though but your dad Uh, basically your dad took you on. Once you came from the Philippines, you continued to stay with them. So do you have dual citizenship, uh, for the Philippines and us?
1: Um, I don't know. (laughs) How would I know that?
0: I don't know. Could you, are you allowed to go back to the Philippines and just live there without doing anything?
1: Um, no, I don't think so because I, I am an American citizen now. Okay. I wasn't. Um, for like the longest, it's, it's such a funny story. So when I moved out here and I had to change over my driver's license for Vegas, they were like, oh, where's your, um, where's your alien card? Or where's your citizenship? And I'm like, what, what are you talking about? I'm, su- I'm super American. You know, my, my family's never talked to me about that stuff. Um, and I'm like, what? And so I, I hit up my mom and she was like, oh yeah, you need this and you need this. And I'm like, okay. So I ended up finding out I had an alien card. You know, I was actually an immigrant still and I moved to Vegas when I was 18. I'm like, what the fuck, right? And so I start doing all that stuff, but it's, man, it's a hassle. It's a hassle to get any of that stuff done. So I had to get a temporary work card and I I had to renew it every year in order to work or it would expire and I wouldn't be able to work. And that's just in the midst of trying to get my citizenship. But um, obviously when I got married, like I became a citizen from that.
0: Okay, so you didn't have to take like Like, a test or anything?
1: Oh, thank God, no. Yeah, I I guess there was a law that passed that if one of your parents became a citizen before I was the age of 18, then it automatically makes me a citizen without having to take the test. But I still have to like freaking go through a whole milestone with stuff, I don't, it's crazy. I Honestly, I was like, man, this is crazy. Like the amount of stuff I have to go through for this. Like they almost had to call security on me because I got really loud. (laughs) With the people at the window because they do not care. And I was pregnant, you know. I was trying to deal with it. And I was I was getting so mad, it legit kicked me out because I was furious. Like they don't listen to you. They don't care what your story. I'm like, dude, look, like listen to my accent. I'm super Americanized. You know, listen, just listen to my story. That's all I want you to do. So finally, um, another person overheard me. I had to schedule another appointment because they won't take you like just walk in, you have to schedule an appointment. It takes like weeks, you know, sometimes months to get seen. So based off of one of the times I was there trying to explain to one person, another person overheard me and they were like, you know what, I'll come come over here. You know, I hear what you're saying, Da da, da. And it's like, thank you. Like he knew what to do because he just listened to my story. Like, this is a situation. I have no idea about this, that, and that, you know, my mom is this, that, and that, you know? And so because one person listened, I was able to like, speed up the process of of getting things handled. But yeah, they don't they don't care.
0: <laughs> hey, that's a good example
1: of being I, I, persistent. I got Oh yeah, I was persistent cuz I had to. I had to work, you know. I had to get my my um, license to work out here.
0: Yeah, that uh, the the amount of things people have to deal with, and I mean, you pretty much just grew up here your entire life anyway. So it's uh, I don't right. get it. Let me ask. Let me ask you this. Um, we got we still got a couple minutes. Um, have you ever considered? So I know a little background. So I know that. Oh, we can go. We like can go longer right?
1: if you need to. We can go longer if you need to.
0: Okay, I know things are cheaper kind of, so. in Philippines, right?
1: Oh yeah, way cheaper. You, you'll live like a king out there. So.
0: So that's what I was wondering, did you ever have plans to like save up a bunch of money and go back to the Philippines and le- live like a royalty?
1: I do. Oh, I wouldn't move there. No, I wouldn't move, but I definitely want to go. Um, I want start to start a nonprofit organization out there, actually. Um, so that's like one of my, my dreams. Um, during the pandemic, we did a lot of charity work out there. We sent some money to my cousin. Um, I just pretty much talked to my cousin and, and her family. Um, But, yeah, we've done uh, charity bags out there, so I'll I'll send them money, and they'll go prepare food bags, and, you know, we pass out gifts out there. So that's, like, one of the biggest reasons why I do what I do, you know, why I do what I want to do is because I just want to give back, you know. I grew up very poor out there. I was pretty much in the slums, like, all dirt, you know, uh, floods, you know, knee high. So I definitely want to go back to give, you know, and um and it's beautiful it's beautiful out there the the spirit is beautiful out there the people out there have such good spirits you know you you go out there and you do you get a reality check you know the things that we complain about out here it's like dude why are we complaining about this you know like we have so much out here we have so much help you know we have welfare you know and they don't have welfare out there they don't have nobody giving the money. So it's just, it is, it's important. And I wanna do it for my kids. I definitely want to remind them like, look, this is where I came from. And if it wasn't for my dad meeting my mom and bringing us out here, like I would still be there. You know, I literally help my family just for them to eat. If I don't help them, like they're not eating, they're only eating rice. And you know, my husband and I helped uh, my family start a business out there so they, they can fish on their own, you know, versus us trying to always do everything for them. So, so yeah, that's the biggest reason why I would want to go back is to give. Definitely.
0: That's amazing. I, I love to hear that. And, and congrats to you for being able to not only recognize the opportunity and being grateful for what you have here, uh, but also realizing there you still have family back there and, and taking action uh, to actually give, you know, give them resources so they can make their life better.
1: Yeah, for sure. I think it's definitely important, you know, to never forget. Because a lot of the times, you know, we we pray for the things that we get, or maybe we don't pray and we get it, you know, and we forget like what it took to get there. You know, it's 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 important to always reflect on everything that you've been through and what it took to get, you know, where you are today. And I think that's the biggest thing with entrepreneurship is and that's what I'm learning too, you know, um, it does, it brings out a certain character in you and <clears throat> it's important to reflect on like the type of character that you're turning into you know the type of person that you're becoming when you're chasing after whatever it is that you're chasing after i think that's super important to to be real with ourselves and you know to to become a good person like while trying to face success whatever it is that success is to you and, and being able to look at yourself in the mirror and just know that you're a good person and, you know, you being able to help people that are in need, you know, it's super important.
0: Completely agree. I completely agree. Now, do you plan on uh, making a trip there? I know it's one, it's really expensive and it takes like, what, 18, 20 hours to get there.
1: Yeah, I was trying to go out there um, during the pandemic, but then the pandemic happened and. I was like, nope, I'm not taking any chances of going anywhere for a while. <laughs> so yeah, stuck. it's kind of been put on the, yeah, it's been put on the back burner. So I, I do want to try to make it out there next year. So I don't see why we wouldn't go next year. So
0: you going to take the whole family?
1: No, probably just me and my husband. I've been told, okay. you know, by my Filipino friends and coworkers, they're like, yeah, just, just you and your husband, just so you can kind of scope it out and kind of see how everything goes. And that way we're kind of prepared, you know, with our kids, so.
0: Yeah, I do hear it's a very safe country. It's very, very safe uh, from what I hear. In fact, they're very uh, strict on some of the things. Yeah. I, I, I had a friend who recently moved out it's there.
1: just, It's just corrupt. It's super corrupt.
0: Is that what it is?
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's what <laughs> it is for sure. But yeah, I mean, I definitely not beautiful to, smoke to, weed. to visit. <laughs>
0: uh, that uh, my, fr- I know that they'll let you drink until you have liver disease, but you're not allowed to smoke any weed. That's what I've been told.
1: Okay. Okay. <laughs> Don't bring weed. Don't bring weed, honey. <laughs> uh, no weed for us. <laughs> no, I'm just I, kidding. I,
0: <laughs> it looks beautiful. It really does. And it's like 7,000 islands or something crazy like that. Right. Yeah. Now, was your yeah. family on the, the biggest one where Manila is?
1: We're near Manila. We're from Cavite okay. City. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, you have an incredible story, by the way. I mean, just coming to, you know, the whole situation with your mom and dad and then coming to the U.S., uh, obviously you didn't know anyone and then basically starting your life over. And then you have to, then you find out you don't have a Basically full citizenship, even though you think you do, because it's where you live, uh, and working the, the job full time. I mean, it's a it's a it's an incredible story. You should be proud of everything that you have accomplished so far. And you've just Thank started you. Uh, you know, just started reaching your potential um, in entrepreneurship.
1: My name is Jonas L V with Vegas SP. And shout out to Joey with Delaware SMP. Thank you so much for allowing me to be on your podcast. I had a great time, um, and I look forward to more in the future. And uh, again, shout out to you. You are super entertaining. You're a great SP artist. And yeah, thank you for giving us the platform to shine our light. If you want to follow me on IG, it's at Vegas s Or you can go to my website at www.vegassmp.com. Or if you want to hit me up, call me, text me, your scout photos, 702 887 i <laughs>